Hello everybody, we are Vini and Maria. And this is the Intercultural Conversations podcast. This is the podcast where you are going to strengthen your intercultural skills. Let's, Let's start. start! Hello everybody, welcome to our next episode of our podcast Intercultural Conversations with Vini and Maria. Today we are going to interview a very good friend of Vini who is living in Australia after working during two years in New Zealand. He actually comes from Germany, from northern Germany, has a girlfriend coming from Taiwan. And as you can imagine, he is living a multiculti life, this time abroad, um, out of Germany. So he loves to play handball. And today we had the chance um, to ask him some questions about his life and how he perceives his uh, being abroad. And Vin is going to interview him today. So I wish you a lot of fun listening to this interview and a lot of learnings. And let's see what Vinny has for us. So today we are here uh, with Felix, which is a personal friend of mine that I met uh, when I was uh, living in New Zealand. And today Felix li lives in Sydney. And I'm going to let him present himself. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. In cold Germany. <laughs> well, in, in Sydney, it's a bit warmer. Um, it's raining at the moment, but who cares? Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm living here uh, for, for a couple of years now. Um, originally, I'm from, from Germany, uh, Stralsund in the northeast of Germany. Um, yeah, I, I went to school there, studied around there before, went on an exciting journey. So um, I thought like after my studies, I should find a good job, but um, it turned out to be a bit more difficult than I expected. So okay. I went through all, all these kind of internships um, and um, until I finally thought like, oh Jesus, I just want to want to get out of this and uh, improve my English um, at that time. And then, yeah, finally traveled to New Zealand where I met you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to, to put a long story short, after they kicked me out to New Zealand due to visa issues, <laughs> I'm living <in> now. <laughs> yeah, like every, like every migrant, I know exactly what you're talking about with the, with the visa issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'm still I was never, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I was never actually like well I was partially kicked out so yeah from from Germany from your country yeah but I came back I came back I'm very resilient. you're welcome you're welcome yeah <laughs> but yeah one 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 aspect uh, of of your life like in all the the things you do that uh, I almost forgot to mention is that you you love you play handball and you love handball, right? And you're kind of a yes, F, absolutely. Yeah, and an F one freak, right? So there are yes, two things. I'm, that, I'm going next the next um, month again to the Formula One here in Melbourne. Awesome. Is that <laughs> is that like how many times did you go so far? Um, I think this will be my third time. Um, also funny because the occasion is my thirtieth birthday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Flying out in the early morning and then spending four days on the racetrack down in Melbourne and just enjoying life. <laughs> nice, nice. And all, all the races you went uh, were, in, were in Melbourne? Uh, yes. 
the Formula One that, that I watched were all in Melbourne, but I went to our um, sports series, um, the DTM in Germany, um, and then some of our race um, how, how did you get shows. This is actually something we never, we never talked about, to be honest, but like, how did you, how did you develop true. this thing? I mean, Germans are like crazy about cars and, and just like the, the core of the industry here, but like, how, how did you get to love F1 so much? I have actually no idea. Um, the, only, the, the, the first thing I remember is like watching Formula One with, with my dad and um, we went to, to, to a friend's place and um, we tried to get, like, I think we had Playstations at that time, but the Playstation didn't work or something. And then uh, my dad got upset and just uh, turned on TV and watched some, some racing there and it turned out to be Formula One. And I found it quite, quite interesting, like fast cars, the, 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 the shapes back then like I had no idea what I'm watching right and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> usually we just um, play video game or played video games with um, yeah normal looking cars let's put it that way and, yeah. and then we had those super fast um, series and yeah I got hooked with it like straight away I don't know I, I w wanted to watch another race uh, straight after Obviously, the races are not like every hour. It's like more every two weeks kind of thing. But yeah, yeah that's exactly. Um, <laughs> I wanted to get more and more, and never stopped. Yeah, do, and do you have a do you have a, a uh, like a favorite driver or I don't know what a, a team in the in the F1 that you like more? Absolutely. Um, well, I actually like a couple of drivers, um, but since day one, I'm following the Mercedes team. Okay. Obviously, the German, they produced quite nice cars and were yeah. quite successful, especially <laughs> for the last couple of years. <laughs> um, um, surprisingly, usually not quite with the German drivers. Vettel is a good bloke, but um, my favorite is absolutely Lewis Hamilton. And really? I support him. And, um, That's curious. And I really hope he can be as good as uh, Michael Schumacher this year. So oh, okay. the seventh time. Ah, he's going <laughs> for the seventh this year. Nice. Yes. Yeah. He equalized the record and next year he's going to break it. Wow. Okay. You're very optimistic <laughs> about, <laughs> about Louis Hamilton. But yeah, that's curious. I would, I would think you would, you would say like uh, Schumacher or Vettel or any like German drivers. But yeah, that's curious. Yeah. No, like, you would be surprised. Like, me and my dad, we were from day one against uh, Michael Schumacher. We were always supporting his, his rivals. Um, okay. Like, the, the first season when I started watching this was Jacques Villeneuve. And then we went to, over oh, Mika Hakkinen and, <laughs> and Kimi Raikkonen, Alonso, then... I think then was the time when, when Hamilton joined, so, so his rookie season was already very impressive. Yeah. And then, yeah. Well, then after that, the time with Mich uh, Michael Schumacher was over. Yeah. But, yeah. But I mean, aside, aside from, from F1, I know you play handball and I know you also love handball. That, I bet, it started at school or, or something like that, right? I, I used to indeed, play there indeed. in Australia. Um, not 
at the very moment because we have um, summer break or the, the beach handball seasons on. But yeah, I started in, I was at that time, maybe 11, 12 or so. And yeah, it was just fun. So I wanted to join him and I wanted actually to play in his team. But um, because Hugo Bar by years, um, I was not allowed to because I was too young to play with him in, in the same team. Okay. But I made friends in the other team. I played my hometown. I met the most amazing, craziest, funniest, um, also competitive <laughs> people <laughs> that I ever met. <laughs> and I kept playing during uni times. Um, in New Zealand, I had a little break. Um, as you remember, I didn't play much handball over there, yeah, long, yeah, to be honest. True. True. But, um, yeah, in Australia, I picked it up again, and I still love it. I, maybe I'm getting a little old for that. <laughs> the, the pain is uh, more painful, but uh, it's still a fun game. <laughs> yeah, because here in Germany, here in Germany, the, the the handball is like quite a big thing. You know, like the national team is like won many many times, right? Many many championships. But, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't know about Australia. Like, it, it's they're more like cricket and rugby and like I don't know netball. Like people <laughs> like to like to say netball is a sport, but anyway, I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> uh, you'll be surprised. I actually, uh, played it once now. Um, from really? work, we have like a, a sports group, and I, I usually play volleyball once a week, but. Yeah. Um, the, the netball players were a bit short in players. So I was like, oh, yeah, sports it is during lunch break. And um, yeah. I played one netball um, game. Um, I was a defender. I think I was a bit too harsh and too rough to, to, <laughs> to play it because it's similar to basketball in a sense. It's like a non-touch kind of game. While with, especially with the handball background, um, it went a bit differently. Yeah. <laughs> um, there, there was this, this poor girl. Um, apparently, as long as the ball is in the air, from my understanding, you can still jump for it. So I did. But apparently, there was a girl right in front of me. And I jumped on her. I got her out of balance. <laughs> and she looked really, really mad with me. Um, because obviously, I was not quite um, playing the rules, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's a good thing I, to know I, the rules before you play a sport, right? So <laughs> I, I, I asked for them and then I knew the rule that you can't really move when you have the ball in the hands. Um, you have, need to land and yeah, need to pass and then you can run. Um, you have like certain zones that you can't cross depending on your position. You have like one guy who can run over the whole field. You have attackers and defenders while attacker can't defend and cross a certain line defenders on the other hand can't cross a certain line to attack um Jesus. yeah i made so many mistakes i was like the it referee sounds... got a bit um mad with me because everyone else knew the rules uh but yeah <laughs> it sounds very complicated to be honest <laughs> Was probably not 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 the best introduction to that sport. Um, I told the team that that I resigned on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, so maybe, my netball career is over with, with the age of twenty nine. That's it. Yeah. 
Yeah, maybe it was a wise decision to keep to keep to handball. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was good. But you mentioned that that you were playing, uh, you were playing at at lunchtime, and and that is that is an interesting thing because I don't think people do much at lunchtime in Germany aside from having lunch, because like it's usually half an hour break. So how, like how is this the is the different place between the, the I know I know it didn't like work a lot in Germany, uh, like a long time, but what, what is the difference that, that you see in, in the workplace in Australia and the workplace in Germany? Like how, I don't know, what are the big differences? Uh, well, for, for, from the experience that I had um, during my internship, lunchtime basically meant, as you mentioned, you go to the canteen, you grab your lunch, or you, you eat your, your lunchbox from, from home, you eat and you go back to your desk. Um, quite similar when, when we worked together in, in New Zealand, um, we yeah. had a bit more of a break um, in Germany. I can't recall, um, was it half an hour? I, I think mostly half, half an hour, hour yeah. then you just yeah. go back. In, in New Zealand, we usually had like one hour, um, which I usually schedule with 20 minutes eating, and then 40 minutes um, yeah, going for a walk around the block or so, um, yeah. enjoying the, 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 the nature around the office. Um, I also had naps during <laughs> my, my lunch break. Uh, <laughs> we had this little um, section where they um, yeah, re refurbished the rooms. Oh, I've not, I forgot what, what they did there, but like there were a lot of bean bags and couches and uh, no one really used that space. So um, yeah, I found I myself that. quite often um, <laughs> pushing all those beanbags together and um, building um, a little bed for me. <laughs> <laughs> but it's more, it, it's more, I know, I know from New Zealand, yeah, you have an hour. People usually take like 15 minutes in the morning and then like a half an hour lunch break and then 15 minutes in the afternoon. But you also had the option to take one hour. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 and here I don't think maybe maybe some companies I don't know, but in Germany I don't think people take one hour even if they could because they want to get back to work. So I don't know. Do do you feel it's a bit more relaxed like in New Zealand or Australia? Is it different New Zealand and Australia in terms of of the workplace? Um. To be honest, in Australia and New Zealand, it seems quite similar, um, depending where the office is. Like I found in the CBD, people are more, um, you go for lunch, you finish off your lunch and you go back to your desk. Um, in New Zealand, I remember some people had their lunch on their desk and didn't even go to the kitchen or went out to, to buy lunch or so. Um, yeah, yeah in, in the current office that I'm working, um, People are not allowed to eat um, at their desk, so they have to go to the kitchen or most of them just go out and buy lunch somewhere, go to um, like takeaway shops um, okay. and, and grab something there. Um, but yeah, most, I would say most of them, um, they have like a relaxed environment, like sitting there when they grab their lunch and sit somewhere in the park or so, have, have a chat and then, slowly come back after a while um yeah. this company that i'm working for has the options like to have like lunchtime activities um there are things such as crossfit um 
there were a lot of runners group that are joined um, a couple of times. We have um, everyday different um, activities such as uh, netball, volleyball, basketball. I'm not sure what other teams we've got, but there are a couple more. Um, yeah. yeah, but people are quite active, especially during during lunch break. And nice. yeah, I think they really need the time to switch off, not just eating and going back to work. They're like totally switching off, relaxing and go back. Yeah. And just just for for all the listeners, when Felix says CBD, he means city center because it's something that like people don't don't usually use around, around here. So I know because <laughs> I live there. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah. So it seems like it's it's really it's really more relaxed in there, which I expected to to be honest. Um, but aside from aside from work, is there? Anything that you miss about Germany? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> um, yeah, there's obviously uh, there are a couple of things that I miss. Obviously, my my family, my friends from home. Um, yeah. I have to admit that the German food is really good. Um, fish and chips. I, are nice, I will agree but, to disagree, you know, but okay. <laughs> Like, man, you know, like fish and chips are nice, but if you have it like every day or every second day, it's getting kind of boring. Um, I, mean, I really man, love the I'm burgers from, over I'm here, but burgers with chips is again not, not the, the the best. Uh, See, like my perspective, uh, I'm from Brazil. I'm I date a girl from Mexico, so our culinary is just insanely good. So when people say, oh yeah, German food is really good, I'm like, I agree to disagree. But anyway, go go ahead. Like I'll let you continue. <laughs> when I lived in Germany, I didn't appreciate that much. Um, like it was just standard to me. You know, it's like, oh yeah, this food again, nothing, nothing too special. But then, yeah, yeah. Um, so since coming here and the variety of food, well, there are a lot of Asian takeaways and a lot of Asian shops. And I mean, there's a lot, but like if you really stick yeah. to the traditional Aust Australian food, you're quite limited in your options. Um, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm made a fun of uh, searching about um, the, the top 10 um, best Australian foods. Um, okay. You you had Tim Tam in, in New Zealand, right? Yes. The Tim yes. Tam? Yes. That was pretty good. It was like a yeah. little biscuit with, with chocolate. Yeah. And um, they are of this and having like a chocolate biscuit in that ranking was a bit surprising. Also these um, Vegemite spread and whatever the, those things are called. But yeah, fish and chips, burgers. <laughs> then there's a lot of yeah questionable stuff <laughs> <laughs> i can imagine but that but that does that mean that you you cook a lot at home and you cook some some german food at home or or not uh, i think i'm not able to cook the german food um i like the german places here to, to go for 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 food and and the beer um it's mostly my girlfriend cooking at the moment um okay. she is not from germany she's taiwanese yeah uh, so she doesn't really cook australian food she also doesn't really cook german food um she prepares a lot of um mixed 
food, I would, would say. So um, having like a Western idea with a touch of Asian, um, yeah, it's more like a mix. I wouldn't even classify this as proper Asian, proper Western food, proper Australian food or... Yeah. Yeah, it's just like a proper potpourri of, of food. <laughs> but there, there's one interesting thing that every time I interviewed a German or I talked to, to a German outside of Germany that you didn't say, but I remember you, you said before to me, which is German bread, which is something that when we talk with German people, they're like, yeah, bread, bread, bread. I, I miss the bread. I really miss the bread. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that something that you miss there too? Because I mean, Now living here, I, it's amazing. Like the bread culture here and the quality of the bread is just amazing. <laughs> uh, let, let's put it that way. Um, my girlfriend and I, we started making our own breads um, because we're not happy with the offer that we've got here. Um, that says a lot. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we, we got this um, idea of making our own food in, in general. Like we make our own ginger beers now. We make our... Wow, um, okay. I made my own, own beers, like normal beers over the last year. Um, we started making bread. I tried kombucha and a couple of things. But yeah, I think the bread is something we, we keep actually, alive. And we... Actually remember something really funny when I right off the bat when I went to, to New Zealand right when I got there so we don't have ginger beer in Brazil and it's called <laughs> I never had it at home <laughs> yeah, see, but it's called beer right it's uh, like ginger yes. beer I was like oh interesting a beer made of ginger and I didn't know it was like soda he was <laughs> like actually and i was like oh yeah let's try this new beer and i drank it i was like what this thing doesn't give you any buzz you know there's no there's no and then i started reading it thinking i was drinking beer and it was actually not beer so yeah i think it's more about the process rather than than the, than the ingredients um yeah like the first time i had a ginger beer similar experience I was like hmm, this doesn't taste like beer at all and it's like more and more this spiciness sweet yeah more like a soda drink yeah like, yeah good. lemonade basically because there's a culture of ginger beer in, in australia and new zealand so it's it's actually good they're like really good brands yeah, yeah i love it. Uh, i really love it and um since we started making our own we're getting better maybe not good enough to be commercial but <laughs> yeah so i asked you maybe I one day you, we have a ginger beer yeah <laughs> So I asked you, like, uh, what do you miss about, about Germany? And you started, like, uh, um, after that, you started naming some things from, from Australia. Is there, like, anything in Australia that you say the time you were adapting there? Well, let's say Australia or New Zealand, because you also spent, like, what, two years in New Zealand before going to Australia? Uh, I have uh, one and a half in, in New Zealand, and in May, I'm going to be in Australia for around four years. Wow, damn, that's, yeah, that's a long time. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but I was about to, I was about to ask uh, about like, it, it, was there something there that made it difficult for you to adapt? Or like, kind of, you, you didn't have anything that you say, oh, okay, this was really hard. 
Um, not really, I think. Um, I think the biggest struggle that I had was at the beginning um, speaking English. Um, when I arrived there, I hang out with a lot of German backpackers and then just getting like a coffee or something really, really simple. And it's like the, the, the confidence to, to talk in English to someone where you yeah. were like, oh, how do I say this? I don't want to make any mistake here. <laughs> Why no, I don't care. Probably like during this interview, I'll make so many mistakes and I just don't care anymore, right? Um, I hope it's as correct as possible, but I'm aware I'm not speaking perfectly. So yeah, so this was the biggest challenge for me, I think. And then um, especially I went to a farm with, um, how many were we? Um, I think there were two German girls and the Canadian girl with me. We went to this farm in the north of the South Island in New Zealand. And the, those two hosts, they had such a thick accent, right? It was yeah. so terribly bad that I couldn't understand the guy from day one to the end that I left. Um, like, <laughs> I simply could not understand him. Um, the, the host mom, she was um, a little bit better, still very, very hard to understand. But then there was this Canadian girl, and again, my, my English was not very good at that stage. So um, the other two backpackers, the, the Germans, they were struggling as well. So the only way how to figure out what's going on was talking to this Canadian girl. So I started talking, talking, talking to, to her. And she translated uh, the complicated New Zealand um, accent into simple English, which I could pick up and... This yeah. was probably the biggest, biggest challenenge. Nothing to adapt, but <laughs> yeah, this was really, yeah, really challenging. To be honest, I had a similar experience. When I, <laughs> I, 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 really, I really think it's may, it might be the best region in the world to learn English, not because it's so clear, just because of the, the opposite. If you can learn English from New Zealanders and Australians, then you can understand anybody else because oh. <laughs> it's oh, so no, no, no. hard <laughs> it, it helps a lot yeah but um yeah sometimes watching a movie with such a strong english accent or like all the western movies i love to watch western movies i just don't understand yeah. them <laughs> <laughs> no i get it i had a at the beginning i had a hard time too i mean when i went to new zealand i could already speak english fluently no problem but the accent it completely threw me off it was like oh my god what's going on here is this even english and then you get used to it and then it uh, it's fine <laughs> I, I, mean, I actually i actually miss the the accent from new zealand now um because i mean i don't know here people usually speak either the British English, but most people just speak the, the American English. So it's very clear and mm. yeah, it's easy to, to understand. Yeah, I remember like uh, same example on, on, on that farm with the host family where when um, the, the, the host mom asked me to, to pick something up from, from the shed and I was like, mm, I'm not going <laughs> to touch any shit. <laughs> Until it turned out that this was just her accent, right? Yeah. And she, she was meant to say shed, yeah. which I probably wouldn't have known but anyway. But <laughs> <laughs> like talking about a little tiny house in the backyard or 
you know. Yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. a little bit of a difference, and this was a bit funny and awkward because I didn't really like know how to to, to react. Like, sh- shall I ask, or is yeah. this something um, serious, <laughs> or? <laughs> Oh so, my God. so again, this Canadian girl just helped me out, and she pointed at this little shed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh man, but you, but you're talking about some things that was difficult to to adapt uh, in Australia, and I obviously like the same. I asked for Germany, I'll ask for uh, for Australia. Like, what is? What keeps you in Australia? Like, like, what do you like the most about this this country? To be there for such a long time and like not not being in Germany. What, what do you like more in in Australia? It's most likely my girlfriend because uh, when I came here. <laughs> so let me get this straight. The thing you like more about Australia is a person that is not from <laughs> Australia. Yeah. <laughs> It sounds a bit confusing, but I think to summarize it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember I had plans. I had plans to um, how to explore Australia. And my idea was um, with the working holiday visa, I, I was where you can only work six months on the same visa. If you yeah. do your farm work for, for um, 88 days, um, you can extend your visa. So having all this in mind, I already like had a plan going to Sydney first, staying and working there for six months, traveling along the North Coast because it then turned winter. So I could, could do my farm work on the way, um, staying another six months in, in, in Perth, um, exploring the city there and the area, working, making more money, traveling to, to Melbourne. Um, by the, the time I arrived there, Formula One and tennis uh, would have been on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then leaving the country. Um, fun fact, I never left Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. No, yeah. I understand. And then, well, and then you ended up, yeah, I kind of know, like, then you ended up, like, getting a job in Sydney and decided decided to stay. But, I mean, I also remember that, that you told me you were quite happy with your, with your choice about, about Sydney. Absolutely. I love this place here. It's... Um, not just the Opera House and, and the Harbour Bridge, which is really impressive to see, uh, obviously. But yeah, I just love to have like beaches, good weather, friendly people. I have to say Australians are quite friendly, not as friendly as the, um, the, the, the Kiwis. They were just, I don't know, there's, there's like a, the, the most friendliest, like beyond yeah. that. <laughs> I agree. It's, it's funny. I said many times in this podcast that New Zealand is the best place in the world is the best country in the world and a, a big part of it is the people there that they're so friendly and absolutely I mean, you can make friends so easily and it's i mean we both lived in auckland so it's very international so it's a it's a very uh, good place to be and of course i don't know I'll, australia because i didn't i didn't live there yeah i remember in new zealand there was this 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 guy it was a rainy day and i just wanted to walk to the train station and you remember i lived like i don't know 10 minutes walk maximum away from the train station or maybe even less and i just walked five meters outside my house and there was this one guy um yelling at me are you okay are you okay i was like "Uh, yeah sure maybe i should just (laughs) ignore this guy because like i was afraid something's gonna happen right and he keeps asking and 
And then the, the closer, because I walked towards um, him, um, he had his car there and just packed something up. I have no idea what, what he's done. And he asked me, oh, where, where do you want to go? I was like, oh, I'm, I'm just walking to the train station. I'll drive you, I'll drive you. So I was like, no, 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 it's okay. It's just, you know, it's around the corner. I'm already like halfway there. Yeah. I said, no, 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 I'll drive you. And he insisted that he needs to drive me and he yeah. drove me to the train station. And I was like, wow, this is, this is so different. Yeah. I personally, I would probably never even consider this option. I mean, like now after this experience, I'm obviously more eager to, to help. But before that, this was just, unimaginable like i would yeah. never do this. <laughs> this this is one thing you remember a, a perfect example because uh this is one thing about new zealand that that's one of the things that amazes me the most i heard so many of these stories you know of people helping people just because you know just because they can help it and it, the, the effect is exactly what you said it's like uh you end up like doing something for somebody else just because you got you got help at some point. You yeah, know? So uh, that's, absolutely. That's absolutely amazing about New Zealand. But I mean, talking about the experiences in New Zealand, we had some some interesting experiences ourselves in, <laughs> in that country. Yeah, but, but I, I, I think I can't share those ones with, without swearing and blaming you that, that you tried to kill me. So... <laughs> No, but it's it's fine. We can we can tell one or two maybe. Yeah. So one thing that you all always like keep remembering every time we talk is the time that we, <laughs> well you keep saying I almost killed you, but yeah, that's what we do. We Brazilians, you know, we almost kill people. <laughs> but we we were climbing someplace. Yeah, I'll let you tell the story because yeah, this is interesting. Yeah. This is just a horrible story. So we had this weekend trip, just the two of us. Um, we had a long chat on the car right there. We worked it out. We wanted to climb up the Mount Taranaki, which is like a big volcano up there. And yeah, so so in the early morning, we started to do this, this climb, parked the car, um, packed up, and then started walking. And then we just kept walking, walking, like, I don't know, after five or ten minutes, I asked you, oh, have you seen those um, little guiding poles with the little orange um, arrows or little flag or whatever this is? And then this guy, like, honestly, don't listen to, to him. He was, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, and I thought, like, well, those, you know, when you go for a hike, there are always little poles to guide you the way or little arrows. And he didn't yeah. even know what I was talking about. <laughs> so <laughs> then he, he like tried to, to find some of those little poles, flags, whatever on the way. So we went deeper and deeper into nowhere. <laughs> and, and I mean, at the beginning, he tried to convince me, oh, he, he's done this before and he survived. And um, then he asked me the, the most hilarious question. And uh, it, made sense um so i couldn't really like what what was the question do you remember no did i remember you, the question i just looked up and kept walking i was like yeah yeah yeah, i'm good i'm good i know no 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 you 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 asked, you asked me one thing you asked me one thing we want to climb this mountain right so what's yeah. the best way to go up the mountain exactly go up the mountain go up the mountain yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> and <laughs> that, that's exactly what we've done. So at the beginning, it was quite all right, uh, but it got steeper, steeper, steeper until we started climbing. And I mean, <laughs> I, I, I hope you, you don't share the pictures, but like we were equipped like, well, can't, can't, can't say that. No experience, not the right equipment. In gravel, climbing volcano rocks. Um, so, so climbing, climbing, climbing. You know, you have to like yeah. hold on to these little rocks in the volcano and then you put your weight in there, you pull yourself up. That's how you get up. And one of those rocks um, seemed very um, trustful for, for me. So I put my weight in there. Um, the rock was loose. I lost my balance. Um, I managed somehow to, to grab another rock there. And it's like, oh, this was scary. And look down, like, oh, this wasn't just scary. I was probably 15 meters above the next yeah. plateau or something. Um, full of gravel, obviously. So it's not like if you fall 15 meters down, you land softly and you know there's a cushion bag yeah. and I was like and when I realized I nearly died there um, <laughs> because with my experience I would probably not be able to be like a cat and land on my on my paws or on my feet <laughs> <laughs> and I was shocked I actually asked you to have a little break and you were like oh, just just climb up you know time's yeah. not <laughs> with us and I know repeatedly ask you like oh can we just have a break i need to digest the whole situation i probably had like, like <laughs> love my hunch, uh, lunch back and uh, couldn't handle this <laughs> but yeah that, that's i think my favorite story with you yeah <laughs> uh, one of the few times that a brazilian person tells a german person no breaks here there's no breaks here just keep going just keep working <laughs> <laughs> No, I remember that. And I, I remember that, I mean, we did some actual rock climbing, which was, was scary. It was really scary. And then it was, it was nice. It was really nice at the top. It was like, it was a sunny day, so it was pretty nice. But then there was more insanity. Oh, yeah. I remember. I also got sunburned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But on the on the way back, I remember that was more like more craziness because I was I wanted to to go down like fast and I was like kind of hopping on on some rocks, but I completely went in the wrong direction. <laughs> so I was in the <laughs> middle of nowhere. I could I couldn't see Felix anymore. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> but it, it was nice. It was a it was a really nice uh, hike. It was a really nice like, experience there. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can agree after the hike. It, it was nice, but like during the hike, I probably <laughs> threw a couple of words your direction and none of them were really nice. But I'm happy we've done this trip. <laughs> we, we took some nice pictures from, from, the, from, from the summit, uh, even did some, some acro yoga. Yeah, um, yeah. And yeah. oh, Jesus. We probably have Just a lot have of pictures. Relax. Like, <laughs> rolling around the, the internet because like people were taking pictures of us. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> it was an interesting day. It was a really interesting day. But yeah, New Zealand, I know New Zealand haven't been the only place like that you visited and then you, you traveled and you were you were telling me that you went to Taiwan with your girlfriend, right? 
and then yep. you went to you also went to to Vietnam. So how like I have I have actually two questions in one. First of all, how is it like because a, a German like culture there's I I guess there's nothing to do with Taiwanese culture. So it's like how how did you like adapt? How how did you get to this to the point where you guys like are okay, you're living peace, you don't like you're not trying to kill each other or like disagree on everything? <laughs> I think we never had the stage where we just try to to kill each other or um, it was just easy. Um, I did a lot of um, yeah. Went from hostel to hostel at the beginning. Got a flat that I wasn't really happy. I was sharing with, uh, I have no idea, three other guys in the room. So it was like a hostel, just more long-term solution. Um, so people want to move in and out. And um, yeah, I moved places and places. And she had like the same kind of living arrangements. And um, it was just weird because my, my landlord, um, he didn't allow me to bring friends over. So we always had to meet outside. She had the same same arrangements. I was like, oh, this is just awkward and bad. And you can't that just live like, like that. This landlords. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, don't get me started with <laughs> But yeah, I, I think the point is we were like both not really happy. And because Sydney is quite an expensive city, right? Um, yeah. You try to save money as much as you can to just survive and en enjoy life. I mean, outside my living arrangements, it was, you know, it's a nice place, but it's expensive. Yeah. And so we came, or, or I came to the conclusion, hey, let's just move together, you know? We are both travelers here. We don't know um, whether this is forever. So just, just give it a try. If it fails, then, you know, we are still travelers. We can break up, go home. Um, <laughs> but if it works out, I mean, we're still together. We're in the second place now, um, our second um, house. Um, yeah, we're still yeah. together. So it, it kind of worked out. But like I asked her so many times, um, I think... 19 times with getting a straight no. <laughs> We're not going to move together. And then she started like, yeah, maybe. And to, like, let this guy talk, you know, this kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then probably the 30th time or so, um, she was like, oh yeah, let's move together. You you look yeah. more flat. Because I think he was still a bit skeptical and it's like, yeah, but I was full on serious. I was looking for a flat. I got us an apartment and... But is there, yeah, is there so is that like, after you, moved, <laughs> after you moved together, <laughs> it, was there anything like from her culture that you had to adapt or try to understand? Because I can, I can tell you in, in my case, like I just, I, I can't adapt to so much spicy food from Mexico. It's like Mexican food is amazing, but since my girlfriend is living with me, every time she cooks, I'm like, spitting fire <laughs> so is there any like cultural aspect that it's Vinny, Vinny, let's be honest you, you even had uh, problems after my food when i cooked like my my version of chili <laughs> oh my god your chili con carne was just like uh, very spicy very very spicy <laughs> i think this was the first time that my food and i usually put a lot of chili actually turned out to be spicy <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, you loved it. Um, 
Yeah, but <laughs> it was good. Yeah. <laughs> but is there um, any like cultural aspect between like her culture and your culture that you struggled with, or did you, or that you liked, or something like that? Mm, I have to say, like maybe just my girlfriend. Maybe I'm not speaking for the whole culture. Like she's very peaceful. Like she, it's not yeah. like you're every day you have those very emotional fights and stuff. Like it's very calm, very peaceful that I absolutely love. Um, yeah. Well, what I struggled with the most, it's probably a, more funny than actually like a, a bad thing yeah. is like eating with an open, open mouth kind of thing. Like when you have your soup and you hear the sound like, oh, it's like, oh yeah. my goodness, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> That actually makes um, perfect sense because I forgot that in Asia this is pretty normal. It's like it's no, no, no. It's not just normal. It's it's polite to do that. And um, if you don't make noises, you like when you eat, you're kind of like offensive towards the chef because if you can't hear that you enjoy it, you don't enjoy it, right? Oh and my god! And I I know you this was weird. Things. So I'm, I'm still. <laughs> So I know you visited like, her yeah. family because it's like, it's interesting. I know you went to Taiwan and visited her family. Did you make like a lot of noises, like just to make that, you're, like show that you're really happy with the food when you were, when you were there? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should have. I'm not sure if they took it serious that I didn't. <laughs> no, I clearly didn't make Oh, I try not to make any sounds during eating, like because I feel annoyed when people do that. So I'm yeah. like, I still have the impression that I offend other people. Same with, um, like after after the food, um, some sometimes they burp, and it's absolutely normal. Um, my girlfriend doesn't doesn't do it here, um, but like when I was traveling there, like the the, the neighbor table was just burping all the time. I was like, oh. Okay. Hello. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I think that the food over there was so different. Um, or when I went traveling there, I actually started in, in Vietnam for, for two weeks and yeah. like all the eating um, environment, you, you go and um, you don't really cook. You go to the shop in the morning for breakfast, for lunch, for, for dinner, and have like different kind of meals. You have soup or spicy stuff in the morning sometimes. It's like, okay, like personally, I would not like start the day with something spicy that knocks me out for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or yeah, all this scooter culture, like it's really, really crowded there. And yeah. um, um, I made a fun and um, got myself a scooter. So I was. Oh um, this my was, god! <laughs> <laughs> this this was already uh, in in Taiwan. I got one of those electric scooter, and um, I remember how how they asked me, "Do I do I have a license?" And I said, "Yes, I have a license. I showed my license." And yeah. um, they they looked at me. Well, we we don't accept your license here, so you're considered not having a license. And I looked at him. So can I borrow a scooter or, or not? Like, what do you want to tell me? And he said, well, without a license, it's um, some dollars more expensive. And I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I get that. <laughs> and uh, very, very I flexible rules. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, 
I was like, hmm. I even struggled to check in in, in my hostels here because um, in Taiwan, uh, my girlfriend went home for some um, doctor's appointments and stuff. And I think sometimes I'm, I'm too, too too serious like and honest to her. And I said, I really don't care about your doctor's appointments. So I go traveling and explore your country while you do all that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was by myself, got, got the scooter by myself. Um, well, um, unfortunately, I was kind of forced to bribe this guy, although it was officially written on, on their, um, on, on, on their, how do you say, a menu or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. <here. laughs> pay, pay more if you don't have a license. And yeah, so I did. I uh, drove the scooter. And the way you like, like protect yourself, look, look forward, um, cont- like, get an idea of the traffic. Um, it's not whatever happens behind you, you really don't care because you don't have the time to look back. So even what happens to your left and right, it's mm. mostly out of your focus. You only look forward because you need to be able to react off whatever the person in front of you does. And like <laughs> maneuvering, all these kind of things, never like rode a scooter before, right? Uh, have to like it was <laughs> terrible and i'll probably kill myself again but <laughs> <laughs> see this time would be my fault it would be my fault this time <laughs> you didn't take care of me it's your fault again <laughs> <laughs> um oh this was, was an experience and oh uh, I, I forgot a good story. The, the, I think it was the first day when we split up for, for my travels and she went home. Um, yeah. I t- tried to go to a restaurant and um, get me some food. And I thought, hey, <coughs> sorry, um, it can't be that difficult, right? So I went to a restaurant. They looked at me and I was like fully confident that they will understand English, right? But it did <laughs> not happen. So they gave me a paper without any pictures everything in like um ca- like mandarin characters and i couldn't yeah. read it, it was great <laughs> um the, the only thing i could read were the prices and because of the exchange rate the prices looked extremely high to me it's like oh everything yeah. is like hundred dollars here right <laughs> um which is apparently not not as expensive as it sounds um I, I don't know the conversion rate anymore, but it's like 10, 10 Australian dollars or maybe like six, seven euro. And so, so I basically ordered food based on the price. Um, yeah. I got some, some funny stuff, um, but still something that, that I would eat, not too crazy. Oh, okay. And it was yeah, not that bad then. No, it was not that bad. But then I was like, I can't do this all the time. If I eat something that I really, really hate or absolutely don't like, too much risk. So the next time I went to the next restaurant, um, I took a picture of, of, of the menu, sent it to my girlfriend, um, gave her a call, please order me anything that you know I like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's then, a safe bet. <laughs> but then you also need to order that stuff, right? So after yeah. knowing what I want, I passed the phone to... Um, or I called my girlfriend, give the phone to the waitress to take my order, and then she ordered the stuff for me, and I just took the <laughs> phone back. She, she, she wrote down the, 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 the price, or I just paid whatever they, they, they showed me, and that's the whole conversation. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Did you get to learn anything in, in, in Mandarin so far or? Oh, it's, it's not better than Ni Hao, which... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, even I know that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, 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 that's it. I can also say I love you, but no, I think that, that that's really it. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, that's good. I mean, for your girlfriend, that's, that's really good. So you learned, you learned enough, to, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I can be polite, say hello and I love you. <laughs> But and then now, now I mean, now you're working there, and you kind of, uh, as far as I know, you, you're, I don't know, you wish to stay in Australia for for a while. Um, do you think like how how is the I don't know the next months or the future look for you? Are you planning any any trips or I don't know moving to another country, coming back to Germany or something like that? Oh. Um, my visa is actually expiring in October again. So we, we started already long, long time ago, what we want to do, um, or like thinking about it. And we got a couple of plans. Um, we are both, well, I'm turning 30 next month. Um, my yeah. girlfriend's already, um, over 30. So like working holiday in different countries, is not as easy anymore. Yeah. Um, I still could, but she can't, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think for her, there's only like Canada where we can get your work holiday until the 35. Um, yeah. This is probably our plan B, but we try to stay here unless bushfires or any other weird things um, keep happening here. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we have a couple of options, but we have no idea what to do. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's still discussing. Yeah, you mentioned you mentioned the bushfires. Oh, I was almost like forgetting to, to ask about it because it's like this is a more I would say it's a more like serious point because we all we all kind of uh followed up in the in the media like what was happening but like I don't know what is uh, how was it like from the from the you know from being in Sydney and being around all this how was it like? How were the people reacting? How was it in the city? Because we also, like, I remember I talked to you in, the, in a certain point when the bushfires were happening, and it was really like there was a lot of, I wouldn't say fog, but like a lot of smoke outside. So, how, how, how was it? How bad was it from, from there? Um, so, um, I, I work in a city and I live really nearby. Um, so, like I walk to work every day and like the, the first time where we smelled it was more like something is burning and I didn't really know what it is and um, like but I had this experience a couple of years before where um thought oh my, my flatmate just, just burned so, so some food or so right um, but it turned out to be somewhere from the outside and then, then I googled um, uh, what it could be why is Sydney on fire or in smoke and it was was bushfire and this time I was like oh okay this must be some some bushfires or so but um, the last time it just just disappeared after two days um, this time it lasted and went on and went on and just didn't stop mm. and yeah so it went to a point where the whole city was just dark and then and smoke and yeah you, you in here I, th I think the news said like uh two two or oh, no 20 bags of, of cigarettes or like really really extreme um 
there's this uh, was this app to to see how polluted the air is, which turned out to be worse than in China or like in wow. Beijing or the most polluted places in the world. It was just horrible. And people here they were quite relaxed. They were just you know taking it off. Oh, it it always happens kind of thing. But yeah, yeah, like but more relaxed. I, I found I like a serious city, issue. Right? <laughs> Pardon. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was saying like it 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 may be more relaxed in the in the cities, right? Not like too like too close to the to the fires themselves because people are quite yeah oh yeah yeah I'm sure people were less easy going outside the city because obviously houses were burning after the wildlife burned all the koalas um, kangaroos everyone suffered out there now, now they're like yeah. projects to rebuild stuff and even getting backpackers on board to ex get their visa extension instead of doing farm work helping with the bushfires um yeah there's a lot of stuff going on and it was i, I think people outside the, the the city center um were more con concerned while in the in the yeah cb everyone was just relaxed or seemed to be relaxed They probably had some friends or their way of processing the, the whole thing. But yeah, I didn't found them to be like concerned enough. Like it freaked me out yeah. like every day. And I mean, I wore those um, masks and um, yeah. protection just not to inhale. I didn't even open my windows during the, those days. And everyone else was like, oh, who cares? I remember we went to the um, Christmas party and no one else was wearing w one of those masks while I was like protecting myself from inhaling all that stuff. And, yeah. Ah, hopefully it doesn't happen again and hopefully, um, yeah, Australia's recovering soon from, from all that. Yeah, and I mean, hopefully not in that scale, right? Because, you know, bushfires are quite common in Australia in the, the hot season, but um, not, not in this. This, uh, yeah, magnitude. Not, yeah. This was a different level of bushfires. Like, there's a fire once or twice, and there's a little bit of smoke in the city. But um, I'm working on, on a really high level, level 28, um, yeah. to oversee the city. And you can see far, far. And like on, on the worst days, I could barely see um, the, the, the building across the street because it was just dark. Wow. Like, full of smoke. And we usually have a really, really good view from, from, from there. But yeah, yeah, during those days, just dark. So anytime soon, I'll, I'll end, end, end up the, the interview on a, on a, like maybe a positive note. Like any, anytime soon you're, you're coming to Europe to, to visit. I know, I know I'm, planning, I'm planning some things to go down under, but... Any, well, any plans? Yeah. You're, you're over you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, true that. Yeah, but any any plans like for for you to come to Europe and like or or go traveling again? Uh, I actually have plans. Um, a, f a friend of mine um is marrying. Um, okay. I, I think uh, I'm already a terrible friend for for getting the, the 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 date. I think it was the 11th of July, but yeah. Hopefully he is not listening to that. That I forgot the date. I have the invitation somewhere downstairs. <laughs> But um, 
more importantly, um, my cousin is expecting his first daughter. Ah, nice. So I think she is expected to see the light of the world in, in April. Okay. Um, as you may know, you probably don't um, go to see the baby on the first days, especially when you have like all the germs and bacteria. So to protect the baby, I better give it some time to build up an immune system and yeah. um, see when the, when the baby's happy. Probably not walking um, after two, two, three months, but, uh, you know, having I would, a I would freak smile. out if the baby was walking in two months. <laughs> You know, not everyone is as good as I was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, I think, I mean, I have no more topics, to be honest. Do, do you want to close or any, on any thoughts or anything you think is, is interesting? Well, what's your experience with, with um, Australia? When are you coming and why are you coming? What excites you about this place? <laughs> Um, well, um, Australia. I, I know you're not you're not into couch surfing. Um, I would offer you my couch, but I know you <laughs> prefer to steal my bed and send me back to the couch, as you always did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are other stories. Uh, we can't say the details in this podcast, but anyway. <laughs> I, I I don't know. I was I started to to plan the other day talk uh, talk to to Geraldine, like another another friend that you know quite well. And mm. um, I, I don't know. I realized that it's been already three years, like the last time I saw her. I know you came to, to Europe, so I, I saw you like before, but it's been three years already. So I, I mean, more than three years. Yeah, more than three years. So yeah. Didn't just I, I came... shortly after me. Should, shouldn't it be four years? I think you left ah. in 2016, my friend. Yes, <laughs> yes. Almost four years. Oh my God. Almost four years. Yeah. You see, my math skills didn't get any better, but <laughs> yeah. Well, it can't get worse from here, sir. <laughs> you were always the guy good, being good at talking. <laughs> yeah, I'm still good at talking. Yeah, that's why I have a podcast. See, so I can talk more. <laughs> so I'm thinking. When I'm starting your TV show, then. <laughs> yeah. So this year, I'm going to visit my family. That's the plan. So I'm going to Brazil. And then I think next year it's uh it's it's the year I'm I'm starting to kind of plan already, you know. And of course, like it'll be the the first to you know. I want to visit all the people, so all the people I, I know in Australia, New Zealand, so Brisbane, Sydney, Perth. So yeah, I mean, if you're still there, like you're saying, like Canada, so. Maybe I'll have to go. My to visa is expiring in October. Hopefully, you're here before October. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. But yeah, I mean, um, yeah, as as usual, good good talking to you. Thanks for participating in the in the podcast. I really <laughs> Thank you, appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, and hopefully we'll see we we'll see each other soon. 
Yeah. Well, hopefully in July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Vinny. Thanks for hosting me. Yeah, no problem. So just just for the listeners, uh, thanks for listening one more time. And yeah, just stay tuned for the next episodes. This was one more episode of the Intercultural Conversations podcast with Vinny and Maria. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next ones. If you want to know more about the show, follow it on social media on Intercultpod. Or if you want to know more about myself, you can follow me on social media on Vini Andriolo Coaching. Remember to check my website, tejerocoaching.com, where you can find out how I can help you strengthen your intercultural skills. Or just message me on Facebook or Instagram for a free informational session. You can find me on any of these platforms as Tejero Coaching. Remember to like us or leave us a message wherever you found our podcast and leave us a comment on tejerocoaching.com slash podcast with your suggestions.